0: This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts. Now,
1: good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you are tuning in. We're honored you're here. Thanks for checking us out here on Morning Breath. This is a live Sort of drive time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. And um, we have a podcast going, and it's a it's an awesome opportunity for us to just really kind of go deeper into the Word. Um, you know, I love that we get to to hear a, a sermon every weekend, but man, we get to do this almost every single day of the week outside of that. And we're just immersing ourselves in God's Word, and that's what this program's about. My name's Chris, and uh, I just wanted to introduce myself because this is not the normal voice that you're used to hearing. Our beloved host, Pastor Dan Stahlbaum, is off today, and so I'm pinch hitting for him. And- And I'm joined with my dear friend, co-labor, fellow preacher, Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you today, man? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Yeah. It's always a good time look good in those glasses. Thanks, I've never bro. seen you in those before. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm
2: rocking them. I, I got to admit, I'm using some cheaters a little bit because sometimes I want to be able to see the word of God a little better. And you so, go. you know, they just got a little magnification, but it, it's sporty.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. It looks good on you, man. Yeah. And the, the new cut, the new haircut, yeah. man. Yes, sir. Looking yeah. dapper, bro. Thanks, and bro. Uh, we've also got our engineer, also another handsome man of God over here. <laughs> Nick, how you doing, bro? I'm doing well. Awesome, man. You know, we're, we're full of compliments for each other, but I really- It's a great way
2: to start the day, bro. It is
1: a great way. And honestly, yeah. the Bible actually- Actually tells us, let us encourage one another while it is called today. So, you know, hopefully, this will even get you thinking. You know, who in your family needs some encouragement from you today? That they're awesome and loved and doing a great job. Who at your workplace that you're about to come see? If that's what you're doing, listening to this on the way to work, somebody needs encouragement today. Absolutely, we all do. Change someone's entire day. That's right. A couple of words. Absolutely. So, hey, check this out. We want to let you know a little bit about how to kind of take the next step with kind of going with the morning breath uh you know plan it's like a training plan you know yeah. like you go to the gym a few 5 yeah. days a week what if you got into the word 5 days a week just That'd by simply doing what we did it would it really would and so like today we're in Ephesians chapter 6 we're closing out the book of Ephesians and you would know that information if you just go to the app or to the website eccc.us And you can find out exactly where we're going to be every single day. And uh, we encourage you to read that chapter at night, man, right before you lay your head down or even if you can stay awake. I try not to read once I'm laying down because I fall asleep real fast. Real quick. So I read before I lay my head down yeah, and then read again in the morning. And uh, that's what Christian and I have done. And we're not going to, you know, we haven't prepared a sermon. We just read and said, Lord, speak to us today. And we believe he will.
2: Absolutely, yeah, preparing our hearts and just asking God to speak through. And it's a good way for you to learn how to do a Bible study a little bit that way, yeah. is see what God jumps out. And sometimes it's the same thing we see. Sometimes you get something totally different. And so it's really cool. Yes. The other way you can stay in touch is through social media. So through Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, we've got content going out every single day. It's a great way to be able to just encourage you and maybe encourage someone in your life who needs a little more hope, a little more good news in this world. That's really what the gospel is, is the good news of Jesus Christ. So let's get it out there and kind of block out some of the other noise. Today, um... It's a big deal, November 10th, as we, we've had a lot going on in our nation. So people need more good news. Come on. And then finally, for you to be able to stay in touch with Morning Breath and everything that's going on with the East Coast, if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would be honored to either email or mail out Morning Breath dev- uh, devotion guide or
1: anything that you need right there. That's good stuff. And because Morning Breath is a ministry of East Coast Christian Center, you know, if you're not connected to church or maybe you've been sitting out of church for a while, and yeah. there's many reasons why, and there's no, there's never any condemnation. Yeah. We get it. Life happens, COVID happens, you know, all of that stuff. But if you're yeah. not connected to a life giving church, Come check it out. We're meeting online. We we uh, we have great cleaning practices. You can socially distance. There's areas of our sanctuary where, if that makes you more comfortable, we're yep. considerate of that. Um, come and gather with the brothers absolutely. and sisters and your family in Jesus. And so, um, maybe may, somebody's listening today, and you're just kind of been feeling feeling a little bit isolated. Yeah, um, jump back in, man. Come it's on time. back. Come on, yeah, on home. Absolutely, yep. that's great. Well, hey, we're going to get into the Word. We're going to read in Ephesians, and I love this chapter. I'm so excited. I really believe God's got some great stuff for us today, and I'm excited to hear what Christian heard because that's always fun for me. It's like, oh, it's like Christmas. Like, what did God show you? And and so this will be a great conversation around the Word of God today. We're in Ephesians 6. Uh, Pastor Christian, you're going to read the first 12 verses in the New Living?
2: New Living Translation, yeah.
1: Cool. I'll finish out in the Amplified, and I'll get you started, as is our custom. And I say to you, read, sir.
2: Verse one, children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with the promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you'll have a long life on this earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely as you would serve Christ. Try to please them all the time, not just when they're watching. As slaves of Christ, do the will of God with all your heart. Work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will reward each of us for the good that we do, whether we're slaves or free. Masters, treat your slaves in the same way. Don't threaten... Them, remember, you both have the same master in heaven, and he has no favorites. Mm. A final word, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the
1: dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Verse 13 amplified, Therefore... Put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands, to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth personal integrity, moral courage around your waist and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, an upright heart and having strapped on your feet, the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people and pray for me that words may be given to me when I open my mouth to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news of salvation for which I am an ambassador in chains and pray that in proclaiming and I may speak boldly and courageously as I should. Now, so that you may know how I am and what I'm doing, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, so that you may know how we are, and that he may comfort and encourage and strengthen your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and sisters, and love joined with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with undying and incorruptible love. Amen. Amen. Man, the Amplified makes it pop. That's so good. It does. That's incredible. You know, I, um, sometimes if you've read a chapter, a lot of times, it's really a good tip for me personally, and I think it works for others too, is to read a new translation yeah. that you haven't read recently yep. on it. And something I love about Amplified is it's actually kind of a Bible definition in brackets yeah. after certain expressions yeah. or phrases. And so it's almost like pulling out your concordance yeah. and seeing the original intent of things. And so I love reading that and that's that's fun. But yeah, man, talk to me about what stuck out to you. I want to kick it over you. It's a full chapter. What, yeah. what popped for you, man? You
2: know, there's so many great things in this, but the one that I love a lot, and it kind of goes to what we were talking about before the program is verse seven says, work with enthusiasm as Mm. though you're working for the Lord rather than for people. And it's really just this attitude. It's how you perceive things is every one of us, hopefully have had a job that was, you know, not the job we always loved, but you learn a lot from those (laughs) is my first job. I worked at a restaurant and it was really challenging. I got it when I was 16 and, you know, I learned a lot from that, not necessarily just from the skills that I was doing, but from the people and personnel. And, rather than just begrudging those moments, is you can learn to have a good attitude in spite of the situation, and the circumstance. And I love that John Maxwell, the greatest leadership guru in history, says that he learned more at the first job he was a pastor because of what not to do than anything he learned from these great leaders he's been under. And so in this situation, work with enthusiasm as though you're working for the Lord. And when you do that, it can totally change everything. You're not thinking about maybe that boss that, you know, you've had problems with, you're not thinking about those coworkers that you may have some strife or anything that's going on, is you could think, I'm doing this for God. And when you do that, God will honor you in incredible ways. And he will bring the increase. He'll bring the promotion. He's going to open up doors that no man can shut. And something happens in your heart when that happens to where it completely changes everything. And then later, when you do have an incredible job, you're going to have a better way to respond to things. Mm. You're going to have people. They're going to act different when you're the boss because of the way that you honored that boss before. And so this is just one of those super practical verses that just like take that and run with it. And I've yeah. heard you say it before. It's one of these verses that you just put in your tool belt, especially on those days that you just don't feel like it. Right. Sometimes we have to faith it till we make it and minute. we're not feeling it. Wait a minute. Are you saying that even as a pastor, there's
1: some days like that, dude? Once or twice. <laughs> Once that? or twice it's happened that we Real woke talk. up and we went, oh, whoa, this is a tough day. But don't you just sit in your office and read your Bible all day <laughs> every day? Just yeah, pray, just take
2: it. a nap. No, no. It's There's people, problems, and projects. You yeah. know,
1: that's what we get to deal with every day, yeah. nonstop. It's, it's never ending. And I so, love that you said it. And here's the phrase, you said it, you didn't even mean to, but yeah. this is how you live and you do live gratefully, you said that we get to do. And I think when you know Jesus is your boss and you've been shown the amount of grace that you've been shown, your have to becomes a get to. That's awesome. I don't have to go to work. I get to go to work. I'm well enough, free enough able enough, blessed enough and graced enough to be able to get to to do what I'm doing. And that doesn't matter what you're doing, because if you do it as unto the Lord, your work turns into worship Absolutely, and he rewards you and he is faithful and he is the undercover boss who sees it all and rewards you openly what you do in secret and how you treat people and how you go the second mile. I mean, you think about Chick-fil-A and I think that's a job that, you know, my son works at Chick-fil-A. He's been there for almost three years. He's a manager now at 17. He just started off as
2: like prepping chicken back in the back, like all of the, 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 Slowly work right. in the beginning.
1: But you know what he's learned there is the second mile. Yeah. It's from scripture. You know, if somebody asks you to walk with them a mile, yeah. walk them a second. It's yeah. like when you go to Publix versus another establishment, which I won't mention. Yeah. But if I go one, one supermarket and I ask, hey, where are the fig bars? Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, it's probably over there by the cereal around aisle seven. Maybe. And, you know, maybe even point me in the right direction. But If yeah. I ask that at Publix where shopping is a pleasure, yeah. you know, you pay a little bit more, but that person says, let me put what I'm doing down because they're usually stocking when I ask them yeah. and walk you to it and yeah. point you to it and also tell you about this coupon for it right now that you may not have known yeah. about. And it's like, I feel loved. I yeah. feel valued as a customer Absolutely. when I do that. And, here's, and that is what's cool is what, when you treat people well, Jesus says, as much as you've done to the least of these, you've done unto me. Yeah. So if, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're a mechanic servicing yeah. people's cars, and you, you did something kind to them. You did your next level. I noticed Absolutely. this thing was out. I picked that up. I, pu- I, pulled a, I actually ran a little vacuum in here. Like, yeah. how can you go a second mile to For make sure. people feel valued like Jesus would make them feel valued? Yeah. And your work turns into worship, and I yeah. love that you brought that out. It's preaching
2: out. the gospel without opening the, opening the Bible. That's right. And it really means so much, as people often won't take the time to read through morning breath. Like, if they're if they're in the world, they don't know any different, but they see our lives, and that witnesses a lot. Yes. They're going to be like, there's something different about that person, and they took the time to care. And yep. it really does. God sees it, too.
1: Yes. You know, um, this chapter is kind of amazing, and it's a culmination of an, a, a, a great kind of exegesis on the church and on how to relate to each other. Yeah. Like we've been in Ephesians and chapter one is, is like God has foreordained that we would be a people unto himself. Yeah. Verse two is that we would be um, that we would be holy, that we would be sanctified and become more like him and experience his love. And then we start to learn how to live in concert with one another yeah. in harmony with one another. And I love that. To me, what stuck out is it comes out with children. And I think because God is such a God of order, he has, you know, last chapter we were talking about marriage yeah. and then we're trickling down. Into how you parent and how you interact with your children, how your children interact with the parents, and uh, then it goes into employee and and boss relationships, you know, bond servants and masters, and then I I love this because here we're talking about harmony. We're God set us up because of what He has done and foreordaining us and calling us into His family, showing us how to have harmony. It's almost like oh, this is the ideal life, right? But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, verse ten, finally, my brethren. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We're warned yeah. that we're not we're not born on a playground. Yeah. We're born on a battleground. Yep. But we were born for battle and we were born for victory. Yeah. In fact, we do fight, we do put this armor on, but yeah. we're fighting from the victory that was won for us yep. at the cross and that is assured. And so I think of when I tell my kids like, Hey, my kids are gonna go to Andretti, that's gonna be fun, right? My son just went there last week. Yeah. Well, I told them, have fun, you know, have good time. You know how to treat people, be respectful. You know, yeah. when the when the people that are running the go-kart track tell you to not bump people, make sure you listen because yeah. they'll kick you out, you know. Yeah. But then there's like warnings like that I'm going to tell them like, hey, you're going to be driving home late at night. There's drunk drivers. Please be extra yeah. cautious. Drive defensively. Don't, you know, I'm, as a loving father, I'm warning my children of the danger that's there, even in the there. fun environments, yeah. right? Um, and so God is a good father and he's warning us that there's danger and that there's a battle. And I think... To me, there's a lot of cool things that happen as I was reading about the armor of God. Um, and I'm actually not even sure where to start, but I'll start here. The movie The Patriot came out in the year 2000. Mel Gibson oh, starred man, so as uh, Patrick Martin, right? Yeah. And he is a former soldier, and he's trying to live a peaceful life. Yeah, on with the farm. He's a widower. He's on his farm. He's yeah. got his seven sons. And one of his sons secretly enlists in the army during the American Revolution, yeah. fighting against the British. All of a sudden, his son comes running home, and he's being trailed by British soldiers who yeah. are trying to kill him. They come in, they kill one of his sons, they set his house on fire. He goes upstairs, he opens this chest, and you see machetes and yeah. tomahawks and weapons, and it's yeah. like, you know, the very battle he was trying to avoid came to his it front came to door. him. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we are so we just want peace and we just want an absence of conflict, but peace isn't, isn't the absence of conflict. It's the presence of Jesus in the face of that conflict. Yeah. Amongst all of it. Yeah. And so what we hear is there are fiery arrows and there are principalities and rulers, and there are, there are heavenly battles being fought and, and that is real and we can't avoid it. Um, but what's cool is that we get to be on the winning team and that we get to be equipped. There is armor made available to us. And I just think that's a great invitation. So if anybody maybe is listening and We've all done it. I don't want to engage. I don't want to serve. I don't want to pray. I don't want to, I don't want to take enemy ground. Trying to
2: stay on the sidelines. Yeah. yeah. And
1: look what happened to David. He, yeah. he tried to avoid a battle when yeah. kings should have been at battle and he stayed home and he had to fight another battle that he actually lost. Yeah. Oh Yeah. And he lost the battle for his own heart in that season. Thank God. God's a gracious God. But we got to stay vigilant. We got to stay on the offensive and not just play it safe. And uh, so I think that's a great encouragement to to us today in this chapter. Absolutely.
2: Jesus reminds us that he says, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Yep. I've overcome the world. So just as you said, we're fighting from a position of victory. We yeah. we know the beginning from the end, and revelation shows us that we do win. But in that process, we're gonna have to fight. And so when you see this, verse 13, put on the you know, every piece of God's armor. Is I love this illustration because Paul spent a lot of time locked up. Yeah, is that I got a chance to teach a university class here at ECCU of Christian identity, mm. and they really go in deep to the armor of God and realizing that he was surrounded by these soldiers. These guys yeah. were wearing the armor. This was not just something he thought up as he saw them doing it. And even like with the shield, you have this image of when they were using an armor, it would become so bright. They would actually blind their enemies is when it would have that glistening. And that's the way that Christ is inside of us is that it's going to pump out and it's going to be able to blind the enemy. People are going to see this image of Christ inside of us and we can walk in victory. I love too for verse 15 for shoes put on peace that comes from good news. And that's what we need. I mean, how about right now dealing with elections, you know, last week and everything that's happening in our country and in our world is that we need to walk in peace, protect your feet, protect where you're walking. Think about where you're going before you start to get there and let the peace of God rule and reign in your heart through Christ Jesus. Let that be the filter that you live through. I love this idea with Philippians 4.8 too. It let, yes. If it's good, if it's pure, if it's lovely, if it's a good report, if it's praiseworthy, think on these things and let that be a filter that you use before you take an action. Yes, It's like, just take take a step back and put a little bit of a filter on yourself because yep. we're called to be a remnant, to be different than the world, not to just get on the bandwagon and share every stinking thought that we have in our minds on social media. Like yeah. We're called to be different. And so we can have some some reservation, and we can be above those things and say, this is how we're going to shine. This is how we're going to, you know, represent Jesus in the world rather than just, you know, piling it on.
1: I never saw that before. I love that you mentioned that the armor glistens in the sunlight and makes us stand out. And yeah. you know, that's 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 kind of us, you know. And we get there's people that are being the souls of men are the spoils of the war. Yeah, and we're called to not just fight for us, but fight for our brothers. Yeah, fight for the freedom of others who are being oppressed by the enemy and, yeah. and ret- rescue them and yep. show them the savior. And I just love that. And I, I I love the encouragement here too in verse eleven. Put on the whole armor. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting we're getting a list. And I know people that actually go through this procedure in the morning when they're going to get dressed, they're pretending even just, you know, uh, with their holy and redeemed imagination, I'm imagining myself putting on awesome. all these things. And so look at this, um, you know, you, you start out and it, it says the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand, gird your waist with the belt of truth. Yeah. Number one, the breastplate of righteousness, mm-hmm. number two, um, shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, three, the shield of faith, four, which you will be able to quench how many of the fiery darts? All. all five, the helmet of salvation, and six, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now listen, though, God doesn't ever stop at a six. He, he always has a seven, the yeah. number of completion. Number seven, we forget this is part of the armor. That's cool, man. Praying always. All times. With all prayer and yeah. supplication in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. I want to talk about this verse for a second. Wow, that's cool. Prayer is a weapon.
2: Yeah.
1: Prayer is your armor. Yeah. Pra- and I love that it's encouraging us praying always with all prayer and supplication and I and I love this expression praying in the spirit. I want to encourage you if you have not learned how to pray in the spirit yeah. or received that that is for you. Oh man. Um the gift of praying in tongues, what a gift. Yeah. Being baptized in the Holy Spirit with the with the fruit of speaking in tongues yeah. is such a powerful thing and it's such a weapon. For example, I was worried about the election last week. I'm yeah. just going to be honest. Yeah. Right? I had a moment where the enemy was just putting thoughts Oh, yeah. He'll attack us. Here. Oh, yeah. yeah. He tried to get on me this, you know, last week, too. Right. Like, getting on me. Right. It was the day before the election. I was in the gym with yeah. my very good friend, and uh, I was just dealing with it in my head, but I didn't want to vocalize it because yeah. I didn't want to give glory to those thoughts, and I yeah. just all of a sudden I started praying in tongues in the gym, praying in the spirit. And my my friends praising in the spirit. He knows. He goes, Everything good? And I go, Oh, it's real good. I was like, I'm just thinking about the election. I'm just gonna go ahead and pray in the spirit. Yeah. Cause this is how I wore. Yep. And I'm I'm praying the perfect the Bible perfect says that when the, will we, of God. the perfect will of God. <laughs> so cool. The enemy doesn't know what I'm praying. He yeah. can't circumvent my thoughts. It says I'm building myself up on my most holy yeah. faith in Jude. So man, that is a piece, not just the helmet, the breastplate, oh, yeah. the sword, the shoes, the belt, so the, the, the the shield. Pray in the spirit. Yeah. That is the seventh piece of this yep. component, the whole armor of God. Don't leave out prayer. Yeah. Prayer is so powerful and I um I love that it says uh uh right here, praying uh being watchful to this end in verse 18, with all perseverance and yep. supplication, listen to this expression for all the saints. Yeah. This is what I'm going to make my goal and I've decided. I just turned 41 last week.
2: Yeah. Happy birthday.
1: Thank you so much. Looking and good
2: for 41, Thank bro. you. I appreciate
1: yeah. it. I'll pay you later. Yeah. But I, I just, I've felt this burden lately. To, I, I find that I pray really selfishly sometimes. Yeah, amen. A lot of my prayers are about what I'm dealing with. Yeah. And that's... Uh, it's, Me, our family, gotta, yeah, our kids. Right. Like, my immediate circle. Yeah. But I love that it says for all the saints. Yeah. Here's a guy in jail. He's praying for the saints. And yeah. I, beloved, I pray above all things, you know, and I pray that yeah. you'll be able to, and Paul is praying for the whole church. He's praying yeah. for the whole body of Christ. And to me, it challenged me to see Paul reminding me to make supplication for all the saints, not just That's me good. and my household. Yeah. But are my prayers just changing my life or are they changing the world? And that's, that's kind of this thing man. I've been thinking of. God, I want my prayer life to expand. I've, yeah. I have I know I pray for others, but I need to step up my game. Yeah. I need to pray a little bit more for others and not just my immediate circle. And so I hope that that would encourage you guys. Yeah. We can change it the world. It encourages me,
2: man. I am going to step it up there too. Amen. That's cool. I love the idea too of praying in the spirit is I've told the teenagers this many times because they can understand it because the Fast and Furious movies is you've got a regular gas engine and you're praying. But when you have that Holy Spirit, it's like that nitrous oxide. Yeah. You pray that button when Vin Diesel hits it. And it's like supercharged (laughs) is boom. Now you're hitting a thousand horsepower and it's so much different. And if you've not experienced it before, I literally felt just the peace of God come and rest on me and just take away anxiety. Like I've been freaking out before and just started praying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm at so much peace right now. Like I could pay to go to some meditation resort or, you know, go be along the beach and do that stuff, but I can do it wherever I'm at you know, and my kids, I've trained them and they've seen it. It talks about training a child up in the way they should go. Well, my kids have seen is that when I'll start to feel a little bit pressured, they'll just hear me praying in the spirit. They're like, Oh, dad's, God's got something, but yeah. they know and they see it. And even their prayer and their spirit sounds a bit like mine. Isn't that yeah. funny? Yeah. Mine sounds a little, a little bit like my dad's too. <laughs> and it's like, we, we glean, you and I talked about this with Ruth, is we glean that's those right. things. And that's a great influence as we train our kids is, hey, this is how we fight our battles. That's right. I'm not going to go and just go pound a beer or, you know, go Netflix bend, binge. Is I'm going to pray in the spirit and let God fight my battles for me. And that's really the the difference. So as we finish up with this Ephesians 6, just press into what God has for you and know the weapons that you have to fight with. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
0: You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira and Cocoa. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities We also offer many discounts, military, senior We offer free estimates, and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given We're at 454-4531 That's 454-4531 Barfield Contracting Treating you like family God bless you The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, The Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133 for more information. That's 452-1060 or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This is morning, morning, breath. Morning, morning, breath. Morning,
1: morning, morning Breath. Welcome back. It's been a joy to just sit together at Jesus' feet, hear Ephesians, hear from his word, and uh, close out this, this incredible letter to the church, uh, the church at Ephesus. I felt like um, I just was supposed to pray over us. And so if everybody just, you know, wherever you're at listening, those of us here in the studio, we're just going to pray, God, thank you. Thank you for equipping us for battle. Thank you right now. If anybody's afraid and they've, um, maybe they've got some PTSD from spiritual warfare, yeah. in Jesus' name, I thank you for complete freedom and peace. I thank you, God, for um, the ability to pick themselves back up. If they've fallen in battle and they've gotten some wounds, I thank you that they're able to rise, rise again, rise Come and conquer. And I just say in Jesus' name that we are more than conquerors, according to your word, through Christ who loves us. And God, I thank you that we are born for battle and we are born for victory, and it's from victory we fight, not just for it and I just pray victory right now over every person listening. Victory in your finances in the name of Jesus. Victory in your relationships, in your marriage, in your parenting, uh, in the name of Jesus. Victory in your uh, endeavors, and your business. Victory in your work in Jesus' name. Victory in your body and in your health in Jesus' name. God, I thank you for the sword, and I pray that we would wield it well, that we would be skilled and honed in the word of God today, that we would fight like Jesus you fought. It is written, using your word as a valiant sword against every attack and every lie, and I thank you for victory, Lord. And we will pray and we will make supplication and let our our prayers not just change us, but the world around us. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you at church this weekend. We love you. Have an amazing day. Thanks so much for your help today, Christian.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. God bless you. Talk to you guys next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend.